Hello, it's a beautiful day here in Tala, and I'm excited about our text today. We're looking at the book of Colossians, and we're, we're, we're going to look at some verses, verses 20 through 23. And what we're talking about here is we're talking about the power of the cross and what it did in our lives and, and how it saved us. Let me read the verses for you. And having made peace through the blood of the cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things on earth or, or things in heaven. And you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy, unblameable, and unreprovable in his sight. Just want to unpack a couple of thoughts here for you in this, a few thoughts for you. First of all, peace through his cross. Did you know that before you were saved, you were the enemy of God? Before you were saved, there was wrath on you. That he was upset with sin. Now, God, on the one hand, hated sin and was forced into the place where he had to put you away from him because he hated sin. But on the other hand, he loved you. And so what did he do? He made peace through the cross. He took and he made peace. He sent his son to die. And his son was a peace offering. And his sacrifice made peace between us and the Father. Did you know this, that we were alienated and enemies from God? We had made ourselves so. What we did was, and you know, you may have been young, it may have been small in the world's eyes, you may have been older and there may have been dreadful things uh, that you did, but our passage talks, talks about it even in our thinking, and that the, the, the problem for us is that we did those things he didn't want us to do, we grieved him greatly, and we didn't do those things that he did want us to do. So what we did was we went our own way and did, did our own thing. In a sense, every person that's lived on this earth before they come to the place of trusting Christ as Savior is saying, I will live my own way. It's my life. So that we were, we were under wrath and we were enemies. And... <clears throat> What he did with us is he reconciled us. He said, I'll make it right between us. The offended one, the one who had been uh, offended against by our sin said, I will make a reconciliation and he did it through Jesus Christ. So that instead of us being enemies of God, we became sons of God. And then he says, one last thing we're looking at here, <clears throat> to present us holy, unblameable, and unreprovable. What does that mean? That means that when I stand before God, I will be perfectly holy. <clears throat> I shall be as he is, First John tells us. When I see him, I shall be as he is. How's God going to do that? Well, there's three aspects to this thing about holiness. And never, never underestimate how important this is when it comes to our relationship with God. He wants us a holy people. The, the, the moment I received Jesus Christ as my Savior, he made me holy in his eyes. But you and I both know if we've walked with God any length of time, we're not all that holy. Uh, because we're saved doesn't make us perfect. And so what he's doing is, by the power of his Spirit, He's begun a good work in us and he's continuing it. He's working step by step and part by part as we cooperate with the Holy Spirit. He's working to make us holy before him. And as you walk with God and let the Spirit of God work in your heart and life, you find sin falling away and you find you're enjoying a greater freedom in your relationship with God.
But then there's that day when I will leave this world and I will stand before him and he will complete. He will finalize my holiness. I will be made holy in his eyes and I will never long for sin again. What a day. What a blessing. All the, the riches that he has given us in our salvation, I, I think we're going to spend eternity rejoicing in them. I like the song, The Power of the Cross. Let me just give you the last verse and the, and the last chorus. Oh, to see my name written in the wounds. He died for you. He died to make peace with you. He died to reconcile you. He died because you were his enemy. He died to make you holy. It's personal. It's individual. For through your suffering, I am free. Death is crushed to death. The biggest fear and burden that mankind has is I'm going to die. Nobody gets to live in this world forever. I'm going to die. And what happens then? Oh, he fixed it. He sorted it. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. The believer, the child of God, steps out of this world and into his presence. Life is mine to live. Because my biggest problem is sorted, I can live. Hallelujah. I can live. I can enjoy relationship with him. I can enjoy life because he has paid the price for my sin. It is all done, won through your selfless love. This, the power of the cross, Son of God, slain for us. What a love. How much he loved us. What a cost. We stand forgiven at the cross. Listen, if you are his today, can I encourage you? Would you thank him? Would you spend a little time praising him and thanking him for saving you? And if you're not his, he died for you too. All of this is yours. If you will but come to him, confess your sin, and trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ, he will save you, and there's no going back. You will be saved. He will start a work making you holy, and when you stand before him in that day, you will be unreprovable, unrebukable, holy in his eyes. This, the power of the cross. Dwell on it today.